greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus. I am privileged to be talking to you this morning. I would like to thank the leadership for giving me this opportunity. Today I'll be talking to you about obedience. Obedience is doing what you have been told or asked to do by someone in higher authority. In simple terms, obedience is a compliance with an order, request to another authority. To us believers, obedience means hearing the word of God and act on it. Obedience demonstrates our faith and trust in God. Obedience is the show and promise way of for unlocking blessing in our lives. For us to be able to fully obey, we must have a relationship with God. Read word every day. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, do not let this book of law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. And it continue, it continue, and continue. So we have a relationship with God. We read the word every day. Pray and ask God to empower us with his Holy Spirit so that our life will honor him. Obedience is a way to show God that we love him. Let's read the book of John, chapter 14, 23 and 24. It reads as follows. Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He, does not, he who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the father who sent me. Jesus was talking to his disciples here. So prior to verse 23 and 24, Jesus had mentioned how the world will no longer see him. And one of his disciples, I think it's Judah, not the betrayal one, he asked Jesus what it means that he will manifest to them and not to the world. So if you read verse 19 and 21, Jesus tied together the idea of love and obedience. His essential statement was that those who love Christ must obey Christ. He said in John 14 verse 15, if you love me, you will obey what I command. Now the passage we just read, John 14, 23 and 24, tell us that the best way to express our love and honor God is through obedience. Obedience is not optionally for the believers, it's a commandment. Jesus simply stated that if you love me, you will keep and obey my commandment. That's Amplified Vision. Jesus is not giving here an optionally obedience. He is saying a man who truly loves him will obey his command. He further says in John 14, 21, whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Jesus called us to demonstrate our life by keeping his word. As he reflects God's image by faithfully obeying God's will, he called us to reflect his image by obeying him. Jesus trusted his father and obeyed him. To the believers, there is no optional obedience. You love Jesus, you obey his command. Let us read 1 John chapter 2, 3 and 6. 
It reads as follows. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not want but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But if anyone obey his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Do we demonstrate that love by obeying God's command, commandment? If we want to know the obedience should be the if you if you want to know him the obedience should be the priority in the life of the believers who desire to know God and please him the more we walk and love him the more we've come to know God therefore if we obey his commands we will know him and enjoy the close relationship that we desire and the benefits of that relationship with him when you are obedient one of the benefits is that you can walk with God let us look at few people in the Bible who enjoy walking closely with God. Adam, the first man on earth. We know about Adam's failure, right? But let us consider his life before the fall. God created Adam and put him in the Garden of Eden, where all his needs were made. And he also set some rules. You are to eat this, you are not to eat that. Adam walked in a communion daily relationship with God. We can read Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. It says, The man and his wife had the son of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. This was after the serpent deceived. Eve. But now this verse is indication that indeed God walked with Adam. Adam knew the sound of, of God walking in the garden. So Adam walked in a communion relationship with God. He had privilege of naming all the animals. Adam was set with a, bless, with a blessed life together with his wife Eve. They only needed to continue to obey God. Sadly, he was manipulated by the enemy's voice and betrayed the trust that God had placed in him. And that disobedience led Adam and Eve to be thrown out of the garden and forfeited the blessing from God. Another man who enjoyed working closely with God was Abraham, father of many nations. Abraham believed and trusted God. He obeyed God. He had faith in God. Look how far Abraham's faith took him. We are reading Hebrew. Hebrew chapter 11. We're going to read 8 and 9 and jump to 11. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he will later receive at his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were, who were as with him on the same promise. 11. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age, and Sarah herself 
was barren, was unable to become a father because he considered him faithfully who had made the promises. Abraham, even when he was tested to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice, he did it immediately. And listen to what God said in Genesis 22, verse 18. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Abraham had faith and believed in God until his last breath. And there was Noah. Noah lived in a during a dark time. The Bible tells us that evil had grown to such an extent on earth that the Lord was sorry he had ever made men on earth. His heart was filled with pain, but the, Lord, but the Lord looked and saw Noah. Let us read Genesis chapter 6, 8 and 9. But Noah found favor in the house of the Lord. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. Noah believed in God and he did exactly what God told him to do, how to build the ark, how to select the animal. And we all know how many days it rained, how many days the water flooded on earth. And so for that obedience, the result the result of Noah's obedience was that he and his entire family were saved from the flood that destroyed every living thing on earth. Another important on obedience is that obedience brings blessing in our lives. We are reading John 14, 23b. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. What a blessing to be loved by God the Father. When we obey him, his love enriches us greatly. For blessing, follow obedience. God promises that if we fully obey him, blessings shall follow us. Let's read the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah 1, 19 says, If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best from the land. Let us also read the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 1 to 14. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14, it reads as follows. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands that I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nation on earth. 
All this blessing will come upon you in the, and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. If you will be blessed in the, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your heads, and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading through will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come and, be, and, and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on you, bands, bands and on everything you put your hand, your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. The Lord will establish you and his holy people. As he promised you on, on oath, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the people on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb. The young, the young of your livestock and the crops of your ground in the land he swore to your forefathers to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse on his bounty to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God, and I give you this day, and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of their do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and saving them. This passage outlines the blessing that God has, prom has promised for us if we obey. Notice what verse 1 says. If you fully obey the Lord your God, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands that I give you today. So to summarize the blessing for obedience, the Lord said, You'll be blessed wherever you go. Your children will be blessed. God will protect you. The Lord will grant you abundance and prosperity. Everything you set your hand on will be successfully. The Lord will help you stand out. So these are the blessings for obedience. And if you read from verse 15 until the last chapter, those are the cases for disobedience. We obey the blessings are waiting for us. You disobey, you'll be cursed. So who actually deserve these blessings? Those who trust the Lord. Jeremiah, let's read Jeremiah 17, verse 7. It reads, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Another person who deserves this blessing, those who fear the Lord. 
Psalm 128, verse 1. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. Those whose sins are forgiven. Romans 4, verse 8. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. Those whose ways is blameless and those who walk in the law of God. Psalm 119 verse 1. Blessed are they whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. So since blessing follow obedience, does this mean we must obey God for the sake of the blessings? It does not. We should please God and obey him because of who he is. We should honor him and reference him as God, the creator of all things. The greatest reward we can attain is his love and favor. And while God loves and shows favor to us, the scripture tells us that there is inherent blessing that comes as a result of obedience. So there is blessing to those who obey the word of God. There is blessing to those who seek with the whole heart the will of God. Psalm 119 verse 2 says, Blessed are they who keep his statutes, statutes and seek him with all their heart. Another important note is that our obedience also allow God to bless others. Let us read the book of Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 7. The calling of the first disciples. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out of a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nest for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you're saying so, I will let down the nest. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nest began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Can you see how many people benefited or blessed through Peter's obedience? Being working the whole night and couldn't catch a one fish, then Peter obeyed the Lord. And at that moment, he didn't even know Jesus. He was not yet appointed as his disciples, but he obeyed. And more importantly is that Peter and his friends 
had opportunity to hear the word of God and witnessing Jesus' supernatural provision, they end up following Jesus. And Peter was also chosen as a disciple of Jesus. So when we obey God, we will never be disappointed. Peter complied with Jesus' simply request. He says, Master, because you are saying so, I will let down my nest. That statement is the obedience. And by doing so, they caught a large number of fish. So we will never be disappointed when you obey God. Obedience is tied knowing God and loving him. Let's read 1 John 2, verse 5 and 6. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is a truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. The Bible tells us that obedient man obeys God's word, knows God and loves God. Let us look at the example of Jesus has set for us. According to Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, Jesus had fully authority over heaven and earth, yet he fully submitted to the Father's authority and fully obeyed God in everything. Several verses we see Jesus mentioning his obedience. The book of John. John 4, 34, he says, Jesus, my food, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. John 5, 30, by myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear and my judgment is just for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. John 6, verse 38. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. Jesus came to earth to reveal God, God and to show us how to draw near to God. Therefore, to know God, we must draw near to Jesus. He says, I am the way, truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we must draw near to Jesus and follow the example he left us. We must follow the word of Christ, keep the word of Christ exactly as he lived. The more we draw near Jesus, obey his word, and please him, the more we learn about him and love him. And if we obey God day by day, we will learn more about him and we will learn to love and obey him because the obedient person is the one who knows God and loves God. John 15 verse 10 says, If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. In conclusion, let me share with you what we must do to learn obedience. We must learn to wait upon the Lord in prayer. Isaiah 40, verse 31 reads,
But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. We must develop a love for the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 47. For I delight in your commands because I love them. We must know that sometimes God will allow us to walk in the dark so that we learn to trust him. James 1, verse 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Expect some inner struggles. Romans 7, 15. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. We must learn that there is no substitute for obedience. Deuteronomy 11, 26 and 28. I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God, and I'm giving you today. The curse if you disobey the commands of the Lord your God and turn from the way that I command you today by following other gods which you have not known. Let us learn to leave all consequences of our obedience to God. Proverbs 16. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. As believers, as believers we will face or we face many decisions in life. If God in his weight requires you to do something that may conflict to your personal prejudices. Your response is to keep your commitments to obey him. Let us commit to obey God with love and show appreciation for all he has done for us. Let us obey him so we can walk with him closely and enjoy the benefits of our obedience. Obedience to God proves our love for him. My closing scripture is in 1 John. Chapter 5, 2 and 3. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. This is love for God. This is love for God to obey his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. That's my message to you, saints. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the lover of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
in Jesus' name. Thank you, Rip. Thank you very much. Happy Women's Month. And if you are a KFC, I miss you all. Peace unto you, saints.